Wake up, do-do-do. Wake up, San Francisco. It's your girl, Bob Saget. No, I'm just kidding. R.I.P. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Hey, it's me, Lacey, the feral cow bitch, and we're back for another episode. So, first of all, I promise I'm not going to start every single episode. No, I am going to promise every single episode will be started chaotically like just that. But I do want to say that then following that, every single episode is not going to be me being sappy, talking about how, like grateful and thankful I am for y'all, but like, it's still fresh. And so I, I have to do it again. I'm so sorry. But basically the feedback has just been phenomenal for this podcast. I was so hesitant to start it because I didn't think people would want to listen to just me for a while. And I did, was like, I don't know, like, I don't fucking, like, I don't think people are going to want to just listen to me talk, but you guys do. And I like, I'm so thankful because this has genuinely been so fun. I love podcasting already. I know I'm still very new to it, but like it has just been so fun and I'm just having a great time. So the fact that you guys are loving it, supporting it and sending such positive feedback. Thank you so much. Um, a lot of people, cause it's either a lot of people have been commenting cause like Spotify, you can leave like a little note or something. People have left really great reviews, which is nice. Um, and, but like even some DMS and stuff, like people have, a lot of people have said that it's like listening to your best friend, like a long voice note, which I love. That's such a nice compliment. Thank you so much. It was so sweet to hear a lot of people have that same kind of like vibe from my podcast. Like I, that's just so incredibly sweet. One person, on the Spotify said, I went to hit the like more like this button and nothing came up because that's how unique and amazing you are. And I'm like, (laughs) stop it right now. Y'all are so nice. I cannot, but I do think that by episode five right now, I think I have a little bit more structure of how I want to do this podcast. So we're going to go over that really quick. So first of all, I think I fixed the audio issue. (laughs) I'm not sure. But basically, I had a few people that messaged me and were like, hey, the podcast on like Spotify or like what I'm listening, I can only hear it through one earphone. And I'm not going to lie to you. The first time I was like, maybe you have a dead headphone. Because like genuinely, I'm just an idiot. Like I don't understand audio that well. Like I said, the literally the only reason that I have a podcast and I'm able to do this right now is because Laurel literally held my hand and showed me everything. So like... That's the only reason I have a podcast. I am still trying to learn and grow, obviously, because I want to make sure that I am able to have a successful podcast and one that's not only good quality for you, but I would love to take this, you know, somewhere. It's really fun, but like, obviously, if I could make this a podcast that was lucrative or a podcast that could be a show or something, that's awesome. Like, that's always the goal, you know? But right now, I'm just glad to be having fun straight up. Like, (laughs) it's just genuinely a fun time for me. But my friend Travis, he is a podcaster as well. I'm actually going on his podcast this weekend, and I will obviously, like, let you guys know when that's available and everything on my Instagram. But he messaged me today, thank God. And he was just like, hey, make sure you're recording in mono because I've been listening to your podcast and the sound is only coming through the left. And I was like, thank you so much. So I think that will fix it. Let me know still though, because I will try to like, obviously figure that out on my end, because I think my Like, I didn't know if it was my fault just because there was only a few people telling me. So then I was like, I don't know how I can fix that. But thank God for Travis. He came through and he was just like, hey, girl, like, do this. And I was like, thank you so much. I'm an idiot. And he was like, it's all good. Just want to help out. I'm like, I appreciate that because I love friends who want to help each other because I'm not a gatekeeper. I will straight up tell you anything and everything you want to know. So I'm always just like, please let me know if something is like an issue, something sounds weird, because if I don't know, I will either ask my podcast friends or I'll do research because I want to make sure that it sounds good. You know, I know how frustrating it is if something comes through only one of your headphones, or I think somebody had also said that it came through only 
in like the front of their car, like it wasn't balanced. So hopefully that has been resolved. I'm so sorry you dealt with that. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm still learning. Okay, I'm sorry. But again, thank you so much. And I will say this too. I did have one person who left. It's not a negative comment at all, but I want to talk about it only because I will not be offended if my podcast isn't for you. I totally understand that this is a little bit different than my typical content that you have seen on things like TikTok, Instagram. So if this is not something that you're vibing with, I will not be offended. Um, basically, they just were like, love you, big fan, but I'm not sure about the podcast. That's totally valid. Like, I'm not upset with you at all. The only thing is like, I don't really know like how to like what to do with that information only because I think it's just like a personal opinion, which you are always entitled to. Like when you put yourself on the internet, you have to accept not everyone's going to like you. Not everyone's going to like what you're doing. And you might deal with some negative feedback. Again, I do not think that comment was negative at all, but I'm just putting that out there as like, if you're wanting to listen to my podcast because you want to support me, but you're like, I just can't get into it. That is okay. I will not be offended. I totally get it. It is a different format than what you're used to from seeing, like what you're used to seeing from me. So there is no hard feelings if my podcast isn't for you, but if it is for you, that's awesome. And if there's any other like, like feedback or things you might like at, like you want me to add or any kind of segments that you think could be fun, absolutely. Let me know, send a DM, whatever, because that's part of the format. I think I have a little bit of structure, not necessarily structure. It's still going to be chaotic. I have ADHD. I can't help myself, but I think I'm going to like, I have some names for some segments and shit like that. So the first thing is with structure, I think I'm going to upload consistently Mondays and Thursdays. I think those are going to be the upload days. I'm going to try to get it up in the morning. I'm in Eastern time. So like, usually I've been trying to have it up by like nine or 10. Um, and then obviously I will post as soon as it's up on my podcast, Instagram, which is just feral cow bitch pod. If you want to follow there just to keep up to date and know when each episode is live. I also did apply to add for Amazon and Google podcasts because some people had said that Apple and Spotify wasn't enough. Totally valid. Let me know if there's another platform you need to get on. I will try to get my podcast on it because I want to make sure anybody who wants to listen can listen because if you want to support me, I want to make sure you can because I greatly appreciate it. So uploads on Mondays and Thursdays, I think are going to be the days. And then some segments that I have. Okay. So for when I want to talk the internet drama, you know, for when I want to talk and just give my little bit of input on like random internet shit that I want to talk about, we're going to call that segment. She's chronically online <laughs> or she's chronically online again <laughs> because I can't help myself. Okay. And it's not even that like, I want to be like drama tea, like shade. Uh, it's just because like, I just have opinions and I want to talk about them and I bought a microphone. So here we go, baby. <laughs> And then as far as like anytime we talk about like dating apps, men, conversations, all that, <laughs> for the name of that segment, I called these the fish because everyone's always like, there's so many fish in the sea. And I'm like, these the fish you're talking about. So that's that segment because we do have one of those today. Don't you worry because it's going to be a fun time. And then I do have some aspects of the ag industry and some nerdy shit that I can go into. So we're going to call that let's get nerdy because I, I even had one question of somebody wanting me to kind of dive into a certain topic. So like, absolutely, we can definitely do those. And I think the reason why I want to have like segment names and stuff is because if there's a segment you don't want to hear or you don't want to listen, then maybe you can just kind of like skip, skip, skip. Because like, I get it. Not everybody wants to hear nerdy shit. Okay. Maybe not everybody wants to hear my internet drama opinions. That's totally fair. So I thought it'd be kind of fun to just have like those little segments. I don't know. Maybe they're corny. You let me know. But like, remember, I'm sensitive. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I kind of am, but like, 
I also feel like I've been on the internet long enough now to where I'm like, I just have kind of just accepted that like, not everybody's gonna like you. That's totally okay. These people don't actually know you. So they're, you can only take their um, opinion of you as face value and just, you know, try to focus on the good positive people because those shit people comment and then leave. So like, don't give them your, your attention. You should be giving your attention to the people who are supporting you and being positive and nice, amazing people. You know what I'm saying? It is fun every now and then to shit on some people. I was a little bit of a shit the other day. <laughs> so the one snow video, if you've seen it, where I did the cuteness aggression thing, um, somebody commented and it like pulled like, cause my notifications are off, but when I'm physically on the app, like scrolling TikTok, sometimes they'll come up in the top bar. And this one comment said, which one's the cow? And I mean, that comment has been done thousands of times by this point, And it doesn't bother me. But what got me is the guy who posted it, his profile picture, big bitch. And I said it because like, you are not going to fat shame me when you're also a chubby bitch. Okay. That's just not what we're going to do. That's not what we're going to have fat on fat crime right now. Are you fuck in this economy? So I did because I am allowed to be spicy. I think if you're going to come at me mean, I'm going to come back with a little bit of energy because he said that he said, which one's the cow. And I literally commented back my brother in Christ. You're also a big bitch. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> because I'm sorry. You can, I, I know that that's a little bit mean. I will admit when I'm being a little bit of a bitch, but like, are you being so fucking for real with me? I think with my whole chest that if you are going to sit there and try to comment negatively on someone else's body, you better be a fucking specimen. You better be a Greek God. If you're over there thinking you can call people fat or anything. I don't think anyone should ever comment on anybody's body, but if you're going to have, if you're going to say that shit with your whole pussy, you better just be absolutely ripped or then it's just fucking stupid. Like it looks so weird because straight up more look at more, like, I just, come on, man. Come on, man. So yeah, that was Lacey being a little bit of a shit because sometimes you gotta, you know, sometimes you gotta do it. All right. It's not much, but it's honest work. I will try my hardest to put the unhinged men in their places, but like I'm only one gal, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I thought it'd be kind of fun Honestly, I mean, if you don't want or you know my spiel, you can forward past this. But basically, episode five, I thought, you know what? This is a good time to introduce myself. <laughs> because there are a lot of people who might not know my background. And because, like, I feel like I try to make videos kind of often when, like, new people join and everything. But it's so hard to, like, try to give yourself a nice little, like, biography, essentially, like a synopsis of my life in a minute and a half video. So I was like, you know what? We can just talk about it a little bit. If you don't give a shit about that, that's fine. But I'm just going to kind of briefly give you a little background of me, Lacey, who I am, how I got, how the fuck did I get here? And like, you know, what's going on? So the biggest thing people always ask is how did I get into cattle? When did we start having cattle? And basically my grandfather, my dad's dad, um, he had beef or not beef. He had dairy cattle when they were like, my dad was young. And then they just kind of like stopped doing that. I don't know when, but I never saw dairy cattle. And I think they even stopped while my dad was still a child. Um, but then back in like the early 2000s, I don't know what year exactly, but my grandpa got very into beef cattle showing the competitive showing of cattle. And a lot of people always want a more like in-depth explanation. I don't want to go into that with this just because it could take a lot of time. And there's some other things I want to get to, but that honestly would be better for a YouTube video too. Cause like, um, maybe in the spring I can actually get snow out and like kind of show you how to show a cow and stuff. But basically when you're showing animals, especially beef cattle, you are showing them for 
what they are, which is a beef animal. Um, dairy, you're looking at their dairy production. You know, there you're looking at the udder. I don't know a lot about dairy, so like I'm not going to go into that anymore because if there's one thing I'm good at, it's not talking about shit I don't fucking know about. So dairy, I just know it's about the dairy production. So they look a lot at the udder and milk production, but like besides that, I don't know shit about fuck. But with beef cattle, I do know. So beef cattle, if you're showing the males, it's either a feeder calf or a fat steer. And when the judge is judging them, they are looking at like how this animal is going to be as meat. So they're looking at muscle, they're looking at fat deposits, they're looking at the way that they're shaped, the way that they're forming, if they're a balanced and, you know, good quality animal, okay? And that's how they get judged. And then with breeding stock, which is what I always showed because I'm an attached little bitch and I didn't like selling calves. <laughs> um, when you're showing breeding stock, you're looking at their potential into being a full-size cow, a potential of breeding and their success as a cow. So you're looking at good traits, good attributes in that animal to make them a good mother and a good cow to birth calves, you know, because if a cow has a very short body and they're very narrow or they're not sound on their feet, they're not going to be a good mother. But if they have a nice long body, a good rib area to carry the baby, and they're really sound and firm on their feet, that's a good cow. You know, that's just a quick, like there's a lot of other attributes, you know, you can go into neckline, top line, you know, all that, but that's like the basics. Okay. So my grandpa got really into that. And because he did, he kind of recruited my brother and some of my cousins to get into it as well. So then it was just a trickle down effect because then once, once my brother got into it, I started helping him. I really liked it. So I showed cattle the, my, the rest of my career. And that's why we initially got cattle because then every year we bred them so that my brother and myself could have calves to show. Well, once I aged out, I sold calves to 4-H'ers around the area a little bit. So like I would have calves and then I would sell them to local kids who were showing in 4-H and FFA. And then my cousins, Emily and Kaylee, got into it as well. So I just kept breeding so that they could have calves. And then we obviously sold some too um, at sale barns because we only have the capacity to handle so many animals. But um like I said, we just, this year is the year we, well, actually it's 2024 now. So last year, you guys may know that I sold my bull Rocco to my friends out at D20 Ranch because we have no reason to breed anymore because the only reason we were breeding is to have calves for some kid, whether it was me, other kids, or my cousins in the 4-H and FFA sphere. So that was the whole reason we were doing it. So now that we don't have any kids, really, we don't need to breed because then it's just annoying to have to sell them and like da da da, because our cows have never made us money. We have made money from selling them, but we have never broke even a single year because we always spend more than we make on them because we just enjoyed having cattle. Me and my dad were both just like, we like having cows. We genuinely love having them. I've always enjoyed them. Even if they don't make us money, we just, it's a hobby that we enjoy. So my dad's always had a job. I've always had a job and that's how we paid for them. You know what I mean? So it was never something that we knew was going to make us money. We just enjoyed having them. And so now that's kind of the vibe. Now, moving forward, once I have my house and my own little bit of space, there are a lot of projects that I would definitely be interested in getting into, maybe different breeds that I wouldn't be opposed to breeding on a very small scale, but that's, you know, future plans. So this will be the last year for my big girl babies, but there will definitely be a lot of shenanigans and fun things added to my farm eventually. That is for sure. But... 
yeah, as far as that, like I said, uh, growing up, I was a kid I that I, I did gymnastics, cheer, and dance. I was always very into that kind of shit. I still love to dance. I love to throw it back, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll two-step on that fucking dance floor. But um, I quit all of those things to show cattle because it was very time-consuming, and that's where my real passion was. In high school, I was very involved in FFA. It was one of my favorite things about high school. Big fan. I got my American FFA degree. That's where my best friend Julie and I really became close. We just really bonded over being an FFA together. And then um, once I graduated, I went to Wilmington College because I had always been dead set on being a large animal veterinarian. Like I had always been obsessed with animals. Like I never watched any Disney movies, like princess movies growing up. But let me tell you what, Animal Cops Houston, I was fucking watching that shit. Okay. Fucking Dogs 101 on Saturday mornings. You bet your ass I was watching it. Like I just was an interesting kid. Okay. I was very, very into animals. And so um, all through high school and college, I interned at different vet offices so I could get a lot of background experience, log hours, because again, I was fully set on going to vet school. And then, so in college, I got a bachelor's in chemistry and a bachelor's in animal science. I'm a huge fucking nerd. And when I graduated in 2018, I had applied to some schools. Um, I thought about going to get a master's or PhD in chemistry actually for a little bit um, because I had kind of lost the interest of going to vet school as much. I really was like, I want to have animals and take care of them. And I know that if I was a vet, I would want to be like, I would be working all the time and I wouldn't have time for my own farm. So then I was like, okay, well, like maybe what if I go into like the research side of animals and stuff? And so I had applied. I didn't get accepted the first year. So I was going to apply again, potentially. And so I had a job get lined up where I was a vet tech, essentially, um, and like learning to be a vet tech because I wasn't technically qualified. So like I wasn't doing the actual like vet tech stuff. I was going to like it was just oh, I don't want you to think I was doing legal shit, <laughs> but I was more of like, um, what's it called? It's not the technician. It's like the um, there's like another name for the that one that you don't need the qualification for. It's not like a kennel tech. It's something else, but it doesn't matter. That's what I was doing. And so I only had that job for three weeks though. Not anything bad. Basically my grandmother got very, like was very ill. Um, and she needed full-time home care because my aunt and my mom did not want to put her in a home. That was just their personal choice because they were like, we can take care of her. And so my aunt had quit her job. And luckily my uncle is like, um, successful. And it was able to help us monetarily because like I said, my aunt had to quit her job and took care of my grandma full time, but she was exhausted. Okay. It was very tough to do that mentally. And so she kind of needed a break. So I decided to quit my job and start taking care of my grandmother full time as well, because my grandma and I were best friends. Like that was a person that really, I was just very close to. And so uh, when she left, it was kind of devastating for me. But I, like I said, I quit my job and I started helping my aunt take care of her. And then she passed away in August of 2018. And that was really hard for me. Um, I didn't really know what I was doing. I kind of had like a, like what the shit moment in my life, because like I said, I just, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I kind of hopped between jobs. It's funny because, um, during that time, I actually started posting on YouTube, but I was just scared. I was scared of what people in the small town would think. So I would never post it or promote it on like Instagram or anything. And so I just kind of was like, I, I kind of let it die. Um, cause I got busy again because I got a job at a factory and an office, hated it. Not fucking for me. I did not last super long there. Then I started working at a feed mill. I actually really liked working there. They were really nice. The owners, it was a small business and I liked the job itself. I just wasn't getting paid enough. Like it was just not good. It was not something that was, you know, significant for me at that age. So then I started working at a bank 
And that's when TikTok happened because I first blew up right before the pandemic in 2020. And it was crazy <laughs> because I, I know everyone says, I didn't expect to blow. I really didn't. Like I genuinely like me and Julie originally downloaded TikTok because we loved watching TikTok cringe compilations on YouTube. And so we're like, we got to see what the fuck this is about. So we downloaded it. And honestly, we realized that like, yeah, in the beginning, there might've been some cringy shit when it was more musically, but like TikTok was really starting to become more like Vine energy a little bit. And so we just watched it. And then finally, I think around like, I think it was like around November, December ish. I don't know for sure, but of 2019, I just started posting shit. And it was mainly just like random stuff that I had had from like Snapchat stories or like memories that I just was dumb shit I was doing. Cause like I've always posted stupid shit on my stories. I just, I've always thought I was funny. I don't know. <laughs> like I thought I was a comedian, you know? Um, so I just started posting that kind of stuff. Never really got much traction, but it was fine. Like I just was posting just to have fun. I would just, my username was like, I think I'm funny or some shit. Well then in like March something, I can't remember it was the beginning of March, but my, I posted a video of snow and basically it was just a silly little video of me. I was sitting next to her and I'm like, now snow, you're going to have a baby in the nice, warm, bedded barn, right? And then I made her look like she was like shaking her head to agree with me. And I just kept asking her silly questions like that. And all, like I said, genuinely, I did not think that was going to be a video that would blow up because I was like, the only people that will really get this are probably people who have like livestock that are like have babies in the winter because, you know, it's just frustrating. But I mean, it blew up and like, I, I know, I, I don't know how many views it got, but I know it got over a million and it just like skyrocketed my account, which was crazy. And I was like, oh, you guys like snow get a load of this fucker. Cause I had Oswald as a bottle baby at the time and people loved him and people really got invested in snow's pregnancy. And so it just blew the fuck up. Like it was crazy. And so I just kind of be started becoming an influencer essentially. Like I just started posting my life and my cows and everything. And it just kind of was a snowball effect from there. Now I did have, um, so I worked at the bank until like May of 21 and then I got a job, right? 21, I think. Yeah. Um, and then I got, no, I'm sorry. I'm lying to you. It was May of 2020. And then I got a job with an ag company and I was really excited because I was like, okay, this is like more in my, like, this is my vibe, you know, agriculture. It was a company that I thought was like really great. Well, the company itself might still be great. I don't want to shit on that, which I haven't even ever named them anyway. So, um, but I was excited cause it was a company I could grow in. And like I said, it was very like a good, like I thought it was going to be a good environment for me and the benefits were great. RIP Lacey not having good insurance anymore. That shit was fire. But anyway, so I get that job and immediately I was just hit in the fucking face because this job was an ag job in a rural community. So as you could tell, uh, we, ha I had a lot of, there was a lot of, lot of make America great again, if you know what I'm saying. Um, so, um, and I got hired on, like I said, in May of 2020, and that is when George Floyd and the Black Lives Matter movement was really, really happening. And I was very passionate about it because I, in that moment, like when that happened, it really opened my eyes to how complacent I had been to racism. And I was really angry with myself because I didn't realize how much 
I had fallen into just being complacent and like allowing people around me to be racist and not try to educate them. So I posted a fuck ton on my personal Facebook at that time. It was not a public profile because I knew that I had a lot of my family members, a lot of people from this community. And I just was just, I just wanted to try to educate them just to try, like I was doing my best. Okay. I was in the trenches. I was really trying. And I'm not saying that to make you think I'm a good person. The reason I'm saying that is because, um, I hadn't even been working at that place, I think like two, three weeks. And I had not befriended anybody on Facebook. And my Facebook was private to where like you, like you had to like search my posts. But I think somebody had wanted me to make that post public so they could share it. And so I ended up doing that. And that's how this person found it. But one of the people that worked there found my post and just commented the nastiest shit. And from that point on, I was dubbed the liberal of the office. I was as liberal as they come, they would say. And so the vibe was just very different for me. Okay. No one ever wanted to get close to me. They were nice enough to like, you know, be like friendly, um, to where it wasn't a terrible work environment, but it wasn't great. I knew that they didn't like me. I knew that they all thought that I was just this like liberal ass snowflake. And it was just kind of very awkward. Um, but it didn't really get too bad until there was just a lot. It was just bad. Like there was like blatant lying about what I was doing. I would get yelled at. Um, I was verbally assaulted like a motherfucker and I was wrongfully fired. I, that's ended up what, what ended up happening. And I'll briefly explain that. I have a whole YouTube video if you want to watch that. But basically I was working at one office with these two salesmen and they were not nice to me, um, <laughs> just straight up. And so this was like a Monday, I came in the office. And I so basically, okay, I'm actually gonna like explain this part really quick, because we have the time. But like I said, the full every detail is on my um, YouTube video. But basically, what happened is, on that Friday, that person, the one salesman had told me to print off this paperwork, because they needed it for Monday morning, because somebody was going to be coming early to pick something up. And there had to be paperwork so that they could take that uh, product. And I forgot. I genuinely fucking forgot. So I remembered by Monday morning. So Monday morning, I came in early. I was supposed to get there at eight. I got there at like 7.15, I think, because I knew that that person was coming between 7.30 and eight. So I got there at 17, 7.15. I printed off the paperwork and I set it on the desk. So that salesman came in and he wanted to try to catch me in like a lie or catch me not doing my job. So he was like, hey, did you print out that paperwork? And I was like, yes, I did because I did. And he's like, immediately, he just, you're fucking lying. I had to call so-and-so because I didn't know how to get, I didn't know how to access that. And I had to print it off because you fucking forgot. And the fact that you would come in here and lie straight to my face, I just can't believe it. And like, I mean, he's just going off. And I'm trying to like interject like calmly to like try to explain like, yeah, no, I like, I understand. Like I did forget Friday, but like I, and he, I could not get a word in. And so he's just screaming and screaming and he runs out, he slams the door and then he comes back and he's like, I just, you can't do your fucking job. You can't do your goddamn job. You've lost all respect for me. I will never trust you with fucking anything. Cause you're a lot like it was bad. And so I remember just sitting there shaking like a fucking leaf because I don't like confrontation. I don't like being yelled at. I don't think anybody does, but I really shut down. And so I remember just like, okay, I need to get out of here. And I know that the other branch, I have to file paperwork and I have to do some things. So I'm going to go do that. So I emailed my boss because I was like, hey, I'm out. I know you're out of the office, but like, I just want to let you know this happened briefly. Like I kind of just like timestamped what happened. Uh, I need to be out of the office for a second. So I'm going to go do this. I would love to have a conversation when you get back from your like vacation days. So he's like, yep, absolutely. I'll be back. I think he was going to be back either Tuesday or Wednesday. And he's like, we can chat. 
So we get, it's Wednesday and I talked to my boss and I'm like, Hey, straight up, this is what happened. I was like, am I doing a good job? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. I said, do I do my job well? And he was like, yeah, for sure. And I'm like, okay, then I don't need to be fucking yelled at like this. Like, this is unacceptable. I was like, if I'm doing my, like, even if I wasn't doing my job well, I wouldn't deserve to be yelled at like that. But I was like, I'm like, I'm doing well, right? Like you would like, tell me like, am I, do I need to improve somewhere? Like what's going on? He's like, no, like you're doing really great. Like everybody, he's like, I don't understand why they're so mean to you. Cause they only have positive things to say when I ask them about you. And I'm like, okay, well like we need to get this shit figured out. And he's like, absolutely. So I'm like, so fucking positive after that conversation. I'm like, okay, cool. He's going to talk to them. We're going to be in a better place. Everything's going to be great. You know, whatever was not literally that Friday, not even two full days later, he comes down asked me to come in my office and says, we're letting you go. I'm just fired. Just straight, well, let go. <laughs> because that's just the way, like, that's just the way those corporate things work. That guy was way more important. He was tired of dealing with me because, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But so I just got fired. And I remember just being fucking broken because I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do. I remember I was bawling. And my dad, I remember my dad was just like, we were in the kitchen and I remember him being like, you have every right to be upset, but this is going to be good for you. Like, I just know it. He's like, you are not going to leave that job because you wouldn't because of the security and the benefits. And I'm like, you're exactly right. He's like, this is the push you needed. The only thing that sucked about that though, is because that was my consistent income to be able to build a house sooner. That's why I haven't been able to build a house, a little sidebar, because I'm a small business and they don't like to loan you money. So I'm still just trying to wait for a bank to finally agree that I make enough money and my business is okay enough to build a fucking house. Anyway. Um, so it was unfortunately the best thing that could have happened, um, out of a shitty situation because I was not happy there. And I was not being treated well there. My mental health was not good because I was there and I wouldn't have left because the benefits were great. God bless that fucking insurance. I miss it so much. Anyway. <laughs> um, but you know, I was dealing with that abuse and so getting fired, well, let go, um, made me like it put a fire under my ass to be like, okay, you're a full-time influencer. You're a full-time influencer and you're a full-time fucking business owner, bitch. Fucking make it work. And I did. <laughs> I somehow did. And then here we are today. I've been a full-time influencer for a little over two years now. Um, and it's been the best job ever. Um, I know I like probably sound like a broken record and I probably get a little corny, but that's why I'm so fucking grateful for you guys, because this is the best job I've ever had. Is there weird parts about it? Sure. Are there things that kind of like harder sometimes? Sure. But I get to wake up every day and do the coolest thing I could have ever imagined. And like, it's just like to think of like, I could, I just, I just like to try to imagine the look on little Lacey's face to tell her like, Hey, this is what you're going to end up doing. I cannot imagine because I know little Clay, little Lacey would think I'm cool as shit. And that's like such a proud moment for me. So like, that's why I get so sappy because you guys really have made such a dream life come for me. And it's just, I cannot thank you enough for that. So that's why I get a little sappy, a little corny, but that's, that's Lacey. Okay. That's in a nutshell. That's what I, what I'm doing here. Um, my whole life, I wanted to entertain people. I always love making people laugh. I wanted to be a stand-up comedian, but I would never tell people because, um, I was always afraid that like, I was like, I live in fucking middle of nowhere, Ohio. I'm not gonna be able to become a stand-up comedian. Guess what, bitch? <laughs> 
you can, mm -hmm. <laughs> it can happen. Um, obviously I don't do stand up, but I would love to eventually get the balls to do it. Um, but then like, and I just wanted to have animals and I wanted to educate people on animals. I've always loved teaching. Um, if I, for some reason ever went back to like doing a more quote unquote normal job, I would probably become a college professor. I would get my master's in something and become a college professor. Cause I fucking love teaching dude. Um, and so I get to do that. I get to combine all my favorite things, animals, cattle, and the ag industry, teaching and educating people and entertaining people. And it's fucking insane that I get to do that. And I get to run a business that I enjoy doing. Like I, I love being a small business owner. So like, it's just been a fucking whirlwind. So like, you know, sometimes, sometimes something that feels so shitty and feels like the end of the world can end up being one of the best things for you. So I don't know. I know it's a t tough time for a lot of people, especially economically. Like I want you to, I'm not an influencer that sits here and makes fucking millions of dollars. I'm literally recording this in my childhood bedroom <laughs> with fucking teal walls. So it's, I'm not out here just making oobles and goobles of money, but I do know that with the economic climate and everything, it affects everybody. So just, I just, if that can give you a little bit of fucking, um, courage and a little bit of like hope that, things do end up working out for the best. And sometimes a uh, absolute devastating life shattering thing that happens can end up being the best fucking thing for you. So hopefully that can show you that a little bit. I don't know. Cause I, like I told you after I got, I, I thought the world was ending straight up. I, I was like, this is it. We're done. We're done. This is just the way it is. So that is the intro of me. So now we're going to get into a couple different segments. You know, we came up with a cute, fun and fresh little segments because I just, I don't know, I'm fucking extra. Um, so also before that though, if you have any questions, if you have any things you want to know about me or like anything like that, again, feel free to DM the Instagram. I would not mind at all adding a little Q and A segment or advice segment. I don't care what you can like, we can work together here and make this podcast what you guys would like. Cause I definitely want it to be very interactive. I want to like be able to just communicate with you guys and just have a lot of fun with this podcast. So definitely let me know any questions, comments, all that kind of jazz. I am open to it. Cause you girl, I'm not afraid of negative feedback. Okay. Cause I do understand you, this not, might not be for you and that's totally okay. But moving on, moving on, hmm, which one should I do first? Let's do the, she's chronically online again, <laughs> because I was, I was in the trenches during this drama. Oh my God. It came up on my for you page. The first video came up and then the second one. And I was like, Oh my God, it happened last night. Now, obviously it's going to be a little bit old because, um, I'm, you know, filming this the day after, but then I'm not going to post it till Monday. So like, it's going to be a little old now, or maybe you didn't even see it happen because you know, you're not as chronically online, but basically this is drama that's been going on between Michaela, the makeup guru and Matthew, a business owner, small business owner. So it's actually funny. Cause I remember when this first happened, basically I'll give you a quick synopsis. This guy, Matthew has a small business called illusion, illusion bronze, where he sells self-tanner, but it's like you can take a quiz and so it can be a better shade match for you based off of your eye, hair, and skin color um, and tones. And I thought it was really cool um, when I first, like when the drama happened, I actually bought it from him and I tried it. I like it. Nothing wrong with it. He actually has great, like for me personally too, got great customer service because I think someone broke into my box that he had sent because when I got my box, it literally only had the lid to the self tanner and then the mitt. So I emailed and was like, Hey, 
I didn't get, because like I said, I don't think he did that accidentally. I think, unfortunately, someone might have broken in. But immediately, um, he or whoever, I don't know if he has people that work for him or not, but they got back to me pretty quickly and they sent me another one. And that was really nice of them. Like, that's great customer service. So, like, he does seem to have a good business. And like I said, the tan was pretty good. Like, it was a good, I feel like it's a good match for me. I like it. So, I mean, if you want to check it out, not sponsored, but help another small business. I'm always for that. But basically, he had asked Michaela to do a review because he thought that that could really help him because she's done um, reviews of self-tanner in the past because she self-tans. But then there was this other competitor who was like a multi-million dollar company that had kind of stole his exact idea. And she ended up doing a like brand, I don't know if it was a brand deal, but she ended up promoting and talking about their self-tanner like a few days after. And he didn't think it was a coincidence because I think it had happened with other creators that had promoted him. Then that other company came in and had them promote their like the competitive, the competitor one, you know? So he like reached out to her and she was like, oh, absolutely not. Like it was a complete coincidence. I think this all went down in like last October. Okay. This is all legend. I am not by any means a fucking reporter or anything like that. I'm just a chronically online bitch who's telling you about stupid drama that honestly means nothing, but like it's entertaining. <laughs> so like I said, this all went down like last October. And like I said, I remember seeing it because when I saw him, I was like, oh, that sucks for him. I'm going to promote his small business. So I bought it. And like I said, it's pretty fucking good, you know? Um, but then him and Michaela went back and forth in like conversation because she was like, oh my God, it was absolutely accidental. Like I would love to review your product, blah, blah, blah. So then she bought it, sent him a picture. Cause like he, she gave him her number and was like, you know, I like bought it herself and was like, I can't wait to try it in October. And then, you know, nothing happens, no review happens. And he kind of just lets like, he's like, all right, whatever. Well, then I guess he had been live. People were like asking about it. So then they were going to her comments in like December, like beginning of December. So she reached out and was like, hey, I've gotten a lot of comments, like talking about if when I'm going to review this finally, um, I'm going to get to it like tomorrow. Well, then because he has concrete evidence from her that she's going to review it and she loves the product. He is like, okay, sick. I know that when she has like, has posted a video forever ago that when she promotes indie, like she has a hard time promoting indie or small businesses because they don't always have the capacity to handle all those orders. And then it can be more overwhelming. Or she had a, in the past where a company would like restock it, but they didn't really. So then people were waiting months for product because they just wanted to be able to sell more units because she had promoted something. So because of that information, he was like, okay, I should have more tan on deck because I might get a lot of orders because she has a lot of influence. So he ordered $10,000 worth of units and she did not tell him to do this. He did not tell her outright he was going to do this because of her review, but that's just why he, that's why he did that. And so then she never reviewed it again. And then he like reached out and told her like, Hey, I bought $10,000 worth of unit. Cause you literally just said yesterday that you were going to review this and you had already said you liked it. So I knew it was going to be a positive review. What's going on? So then again, she just kind of kept, and like, you can go watch the videos to get like all the background because there's a lot more little details. Cause he talked about how there was one video where he thought she'd use the tan and like, then it's just a lot, but basically, um, so Matthew came out with that video and he did start the video. I think a little clickbaity by being like, Michaela has cost me $10,000 worth of money. And the thing is 100%, I don't think that part is on her. You made the business decision to buy more product because of the potential influence that she has. I understand why you did it as a business owner, but I don't like you can't put that on her. Absolutely not. But I do think it is incredibly shitty 
to not keep your word, especially with a small business, because as a small business, I could imagine how excited I would be if like somebody with 14 or 15 million followers was like, Hey, I love your shirts and your canvases of your cows. I'm going to promote it. I know how fucking exciting and like impactful that could be for my company. So I would 100% be super excited about that. So I can understand why he got really pumped about that and like really was looking forward to that review. But I know there's no contract, obviously. There was no contractual agreement. But at the end of the day, it is still shitty. It's so fucking shitty. And I just like, I think I already have like a little bit of just opinions on Michaela just because a lot of the dramas that have happened. I feel like so many creators, you just, you don't want it to happen, but they just become so out of touch and they just become so shitty. <laughs> and it's like, God damn it. <laughs> why you gotta be like this? You know, like, why'd you have to let it get to your head? Why can't you just like, realize at the end of the day, you're still a fucking normal person. You went to school just like everybody else. You had jobs just like everybody else. And like, why do you not understand the fuck? Why can't you read the room? Why can't you just realize that like, yeah, it's great that you make money from TikTok or brands want to pay you this much money for a video, but like normal people barely, barely scraping by. So like maybe, I don't know, maybe just like, don't like, maybe just like think about that for a fucking second before you post shit. <laughs> maybe. Um, but so she made a rebuttal video where she's like, I like Matthew. I like the tanner. Um, I should have got around to doing it, but I only do, t I only tan like twice a year and it's so hard to not do her Boston accent right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Go to Batu. You know what I'm saying? Um, but she just was like, Oh, I just, I, I just couldn't, I just, I, I, sh I kept getting, I forgot and I kept forgetting and blah, blah, blah. And it's like girly pop, just fucking like, just straight up tell a business like, no, just straight up, if you do not have the capacity or you do not have the gumption or you're just not wanting to self-tan, I guess, and review it, then don't fucking do it. Like, I just, it's not that hard. Like, just tell him no, like, from the jump. Like, you were upset because he kind of called you out because he was like, I wanted Michaela to review mine. And then she reviews my competitor who stole my idea, yada, yada, yada. And so then she wanted to look good. So she was like, oh my God, I'll buy it and I'll review it. But then to wait like three, four months and not review it at all. And like to just leave him chilling there. And your excuse is like, oh, well, I just, I got busy. And it's like, I understand, like, I don't understand because like, we are not in the same lanes. We are not in the same room. We are not in the same fucking continent when it comes to like her influence, like her influencer life versus my influencer life. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm not going to say her be like, oh, I get it, girly. Like, I fucking get it. Like, no, she probably has a lot more meetings with brands, a lot more PR. Her videos do take time. Like it takes time to make a um, makeup video. Sometimes I can fucking, I can bust out like three, four videos in like an hour, if that, because my content's just very different. So I totally understand you're busy, but like, aren't you that fucking busy that you can't just do a little fake tan one time and then just be like, Hey, guess what? This tan's really good. It's like an exact match. It's a small business support, small, blah, blah, blah. Like how hard is that to be like, let's just, let's just really, let's just interflect here. And you're like, we already tried to tell people to try and be an influencer for a day because I'm done working at five nineteen. <laughs> I'm eating my salad now. <laughs> So you try being an influencer for a day. Like you already pulled that card. So now you're going to try to tell people that it's just so you're so busy that you can't do a self tanner review that you told this man you would like, what? Like I said, I know it's stupid, but like, it just sucks. Like 
like I said, I don't think that he should be putting the 10,000 thing on her at all, because that's a business decision that you made. You can't put that on anybody. But Michaela should have just been like, from the get go, she should have just been like, you know what, I don't know if I'll have time to review this. Because that's the thing, like, if it was something so niche, like, I I don't really think it's that niche. But like, I don't self tan a lot. But I can tell you right now, that if I told a small business that I was going to review their product, because I wanted to help promote them, I'm gonna fucking do it. I'm gonna fucking do it. I because your word is everything your word is your integrity. So like, if I tell a small business, hey, I'm going to do something. I'm going to fucking do it. Okay. Because I am a small business. I get that. Like it's fucking tough. So I would not like, unless I knew, like, I know, like, um, I have got like, cause sometimes I want to do too much for small businesses. And then I can kind of get nervous. Cause I'm like, I feel like I'm doing a lot right now. And like, I just, you know, whatever. So I have set better boundaries of like when a business reaches out and they want to work with me, I'm like, okay, but like, let's discuss because I don't want you to think that just because you sent this, I'm going to make a lot of videos or like this, that, and the other, because there is a point when you do have to realize your time is money, you are valuable and like, you know, this, that, and the other, but I will tell you my rates for a small business versus my rates for a corporation, vastly different, (laughs) vastly different. Cause I'm like, this fucking corporation has millions and billions of dollars. Like their budget is just fucking stupid versus a small business. I know what that's like, but it's just like, it's so, it's just fucking frustrating. I just, I get annoyed when creators pull shit like this because then everyone thinks that every single influencer is just a fucking asshole making all this money and they don't give a shit about people. And I'm like, yeah, a lot of them are. And it just sucks because like, I do know a lot of my friends that are influencers that are good people and they just still like are normal. Like they're so fucking normal. Christine is so fucking normal. Oh my God. I love being friends with her because just like on a real person level, she's just such a good person. And I enjoy like making content with her. Yes. But I enjoy just being around her. Like she's just the sweetest person. Like she'll always send me like random stuff literally for Christmas. She sent me, it was so cute. Cause it was like right before I launched my podcast, it was so crazy. She sent me a little note and was like, uh, to the feral cow bitch herself, because she found these like little earrings at a craft show and they're like little hearts and they say feral. And like, just, she, she thought of me and immediately sent them. Like, that's just like, that's the kind of person she is. And like, you know, a lot of people are like that. Like there are good people, but like we just get outshined by the fucking Jake Pauls and the, like, I don't want, I don't know. She's not on the same level as Jake Paul, I don't think, but like, it's just annoying. Cause I'm like, y'all, y'all suck. <laughs> y'all fucking suck. Cause like I said, at the end of the day, she's not in charge of his $10,000. And a lot of people, the quote that she said was like, he cannot rely on me for the success of his business, which is like, yes, that is absolutely correct. Nobody should rely on one single review from a content creator, but like he showed the messages, like you were very excited. You were like, I'm going to try it. I'm going to do this, this, that, and the other. So like at that point, I do think you have to take a little bit of responsibility and realize like you told this person that you were going to review it. So I think you need to do that at minimum, like review the product so that like, just do it. It's not hard. I know it's not hard to throw fake tan on babe. Like literally the only reason I couldn't do it right now is because I'm in the middle of getting a whole sleeve done. So like, I cannot tan my arm because I don't, you don't want to put fake tan on fresh fucking tattoo. Literally just got one a week. Like me just like, yeah, I'm like really fucking cool. And I got all these tattoos, (laughs) but like you cannot put fake tan on this. So like I cannot fake tan until probably like end of February because my last tattoo is end of January. But like, 
just like, cause, but I, that's the thing. Like, cause I would tell that to somebody, like if he were to like reach out to me and want me to like review it, I'd be like, Hey, I cannot fake tan until at least the end of February. So like I will do a review, but just know it ain't going to be here until then. But, and that's the thing too, is I think that just with, as being an influencer, I think with small businesses, people like influencers might get more lenient because like with corporations, it gets scary. Cause like they usually have deadlines and timelines that they want you to like be on. And like, it's on their time, not yours, which is so annoying. Cause it's like, you want me to post it to benefit you. I know you're paying me, but like, this is all for promotion for you and your company. And you, cause I had one that we were like, literally I was sending a fucking draft on Christmas day. And you want to talk about a pissed off Lacey. I was like, y'all. And it's just cause they're like, well, we just need to get it in by this time. And I'm like, okay, then why didn't you try to do this a fucking week ago you knew Christmas was coming and like I'm not like super religious but like I want to be with my family on fucking Christmas I don't want to be worried about sending a goddamn draft to a fucking company because they couldn't like get their timeline but anyway that's neither here nor there that's me just bitching (laughs) but being an influencer is not hard I'm not saying that at all please I am not going in that boat listen the influencer side of my job is pretty fucking easy okay there's a lot of weird parts like with when you're not having like a strenuous work day, you're dealing with idiots on the internet and mean people. But like, obviously, that's just difference of things. Um, the pay is very inconsistent. But like, it still is more pay than I've gotten from other jobs. So I'm not going to complain about it. It's just a different dynamic. Like, you'll do a brand deal, and then you won't get paid till like one or two months later. So that's like very weird and like hard to gauge. And it's just weird, because like I only get paid once a month. So like, that can be kind of hard, because then I'm like, I just pay all my bills when that money comes out. And then I'm just like, okay. <laughs> All right. We're just, we're now we're just vibing until the next month. <laughs> but like I said, it's not hard. It's just different. You know what I mean? But that's my opinion on that. I just, just, just stay, stand by your word because that's the thing. Like when you do things like become like when you seem like a sellout because you're saying one brand isn't good, but then once they pay you now, it's honest. Now it's just the best fucking thing ever. Or you do the fucking bullshit of putting the falsies on and to review a mascara, like you're losing your integrity, you're losing your people. And that's what I would never want to do. Like, that's the most fucking important thing to me. Like when it comes to my brand, uh, one of my favorite things is that people are like, I trust your opinion. And I never want to fucking lose that. People trust me. I'm not fucking with that at all, at all. Like that means the world to me that people see my content and they think that's a real bitch. That's a real bitch. And she's giving me the truth right now. And I fucking appreciate that because I I do try to be a real person. Like I try my best to be as authentically myself as I can on the internet. So when people see that and respect it and then will trust me, I I do not want to ever lose that. I don't care if I have 10 million followers. I don't care if somebody offers me a fuck ton of money. Like I'm grateful that I have my business to always fall back on. So like I don't have to have brand deal money to make money, but like, mm mm-mm. No, I do not ever want to lose my integrity or my word with people that follow me because that is very important to me. Like, I I don't want you guys to ever be like, yeah, Lacey just seems like kind of a sellout now. Oh, I would be gutted. (laughs) Absolutely gutted. But anyway, we'll move on to another segment because, you know, that's just, we're just going to move right on. I don't know if that's awkward for me to just be like, all right, and next segment, I need to like find out how to do some like nice little sounds and shit because I think that could be really fun. (laughs) just to have some like good little sounds that fun little things you know fun and fresh um so now we're gonna move on to these the fish you're talking about these the fish you're talking about because we got some shit now I will say there are some positive and negatives okay I have some good bios where I was like okay pop off king um 
But then there was also some where I'm like, you said that with your whole chest, huh? With your whole fucking pussy. You, okay. So like, first off, we're going to start, we're going to start positive. Okay. Cause this is, this is dating apps, just shenanigans. Okay. So we have this guy. I thought this bio was just kind of funny. He said, looking for a girlfriend. This is a full-time role in a fast paced environment. Part-time applicants will only be considered on weekends. <laughs> I just thought that was fucking funny. Okay. I don't know. I did. I thought it was fucking funny. So I was like, yep, that's good. That's a fucking good bio. I, I don't know. I think I like that. It's cute and quirky. Um, this guy, I thought, again, was funny. Looking for a weirdo who likes nonsense and shenanigans. I do all my own stunts. Ask me about the time I met Nelly. <laughs> again, I just, I don't know. This, <laughs> this one also got me. This guy says, my mom can take us there if your mom can pick us up. <laughs> oh, shit. I thought that one was so fucking funny. Um, this one was good, too. My dream job is to be the guy who makes rugs dirty so some dude on TikTok can clean them. I'm actively trying to figure out how to be a decent homeowner. I like going to concerts and putting down audiobooks after listening to them for only one hour. <laughs> oh, and then I screenshotted this one because I don't know if it was the last episode or the episode before, but I was trying to tell you guys that there was, like, a bio I saw all the time about they like long walks with their girlfriend until the like drug wear off. Okay. This is the one. Cause I found one. So I was like, Oh my God. Yes. So this is the one that I see a lot. I don't know if it's from a show or what, because like I said, it's the exact same thing over and over again. So I don't know if it was a meme. I don't know if it was a show. I don't know, but it says I like long walks on Sandy beaches with my girlfriend until the LSD wears off. And I realize I'm just dragging a, a stolen mannequin around a Wendy's parking lot. If you know, if that came from a, um, like if you know that, like where that came from, I would love to know because I am curious. Also, this guy pissed me off. Listen, I don't want you guys to think that I'm an asshole when I say this, but you have to understand that this man hit a nerve that I don't, didn't like, I just is there. Okay. So this guy says, bring something in all caps to the table with a yawning face. So I matched with him for only that reason. Because then when we did match, I said, business owner, own three vehicles, over 750 credit score, getting ready to build my own home. What do you bring to the table, sir? Because <laughs> I just can't fucking stand it. Because listen, this is going to be a tiny, like weird tangent, but like men say that, but a lot of times men will not date strong, independent women. Okay. Because sometimes not all men, not all men, but there's a lot of men that are insecure and want to feel like a provider. And it's not always their fault. It's very, it's very, it's something that's very much instilled in them as young kids. It's a society issue. Like I'm not putting this all on men. It's a lot to do with society because it makes it like, they t like teach men, like you have to be a provider. And if you're not, then you're not a good man. And like, blah, blah, blah. So like, I know that's not all on them, but that's why, like, I cannot tell you the amount of, like, I've had guys straight up tell me like, you have your shit together too much. And I'm like, bitch, I live with my parents, <laughs> but pop off. <laughs> But it's because I am independent in a lot of ways. Even though I still do live on the farm, I'm independent in a lot of other ways. And so that scares men. So it was just annoying for him to like have the audacity to put that. Cause I'm like, you are a hundred percent the same guy who ends up with a girl because she's hot, but then you're like, oh, she just doesn't do anything. And it's like, bro, I don't have any sympathy for you. <laughs> oh, it pissed me off. Oh, and you know what his answer was? You know what his response was when I was like, what do you bring to the table? He said, I bring the table. And I said, you don't think I have fucking tables? He's like, mine's pretty sturdy. I'm like, the fuck you think mine are made out of? Styrofoam? Pfft. I was just annoyed. 
<laughs> I was just annoyed. This is another funny one. It says a nerd. Oh, this one is, it's more cute, I think, because also it just gives you a lot of good information. Like I love when men just understand that a bio, like I get it. The worst question I can be asked is either tell me a little bit about yourself or like, what are your hobbies? Because in that moment, I'm like, I don't know a jack shit about myself and I don't have any hobbies. So I'm like, I hang out with my cows and I scroll TikTok. Like I like, I'm like, I'm literally, I will become the most boring human you have ever met when you ask me those questions. But it's not hard to put things in your bio that like, will just give somebody a little bit about you because I promise you, we are not all conceited fucks. I want to know a little bit about your personality. It helps me swipe, okay? Anyway, <laughs> this this guy has a nerd who likes baking desserts and eating them. I'm finally getting back into fitness after the pandemic derailed me. Swipe right if you like Star Wars or Marvel. Also swipe right if you want to get chicken tiki masala together or just because. Not compatible with smokers, allergic to cats. That is such valid information. Like, I was like, I need to add that shit because like, I'm not a big fan of smokers. Um, no hate. If you vape, it's better. Like, I, it's not because your health thing. I'm very sensitive to, like, cigarette smoke. I just always have been. So, like, that's my thing. Um, I don't care that you do it. It's your body. I'm not going to tell you what to do. But if you vape, it's different because, like, that at least doesn't smell. Like, it smells weird. It smells like fucking donuts and shit. So, I'm just like, eh, whatever. Um, I also don't like the smell of weed. I do not. I just personally, I know some people like the smell of it. Cannot fucking stand it. Me. Mm-mm. Gross. So, like, I don't love that smell. But anyway... This guy was a fuck. <laughs> so this one says, job listing, stay-at-home housewife. Immediately I gagged. Responsibilities, cook, clean. Qualifications, healthy BMI based. Benefits, provide armed security detail, access to petting zoo. I, the worst part about this bio is I know this man thought he ate. Like, he was like, this is so fucking funny. And I'm like, motherfucker, I hate you. <laughs> I was just like, I fucking hate this man. It's just so fucking annoying. Like, ugh. I'm sorry. Anyway, this guy's funny, though. Again, the stupidest shit makes me giggle my little dick off, okay? <laughs> this guy says, not here for hookups. Not that type of girl. <laughs> But I think it's fucking hilarious. Oh, God. I love, I love off the cuff shit like that. It will always, it will never cease to make me laugh. And immediately I'm like, now you're hotter in my book. Okay. You just went up like two points. So if you were at eight, you're not fucking 10, baby. Cause you made, sh that's funny. That's fucking funny. It's fucking funny. Okay. Don't put in your bio. I am funny because now I'm like, okay, <laughs> provide details, please. Like I need evidence. Hello, but oh my God, like I said, just an absolute fucking, that one really got me. Okay. So now we're going to talk about this guy that I'm currently Snapchatting because again, these are the fish y'all talking about. Cause like I literally, when I tell you, I just do not understand how, oh, okay. Sick. He unmatched me on Tinder. Um, I don't know why though. He literally has me on. Okay. Whatever. Pop off King. Um, so basically Match with this guy. He messages me. Hey, you're gorgeous. I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. And he's like, where are you from? And I said, middle of fucking nowhere. He's like, oh, I'm from here. Do you want to Snapchat? Now, personally, I would rather put a fucking nail through my pinky toe. But alas, it's just an, it's an, it's an, it's just, it's just like, like Snapchat is good. 
because you can see if that's the real person and you can like see their face, make sure that they're not. Cause like I said, I've had guys before I've seen senior pictures from a man who's 28 and I'm like, my brother, you have peaked in high school and that's fine. But like, this is literally, this should be criminal at this point. Like you are 28 years old. You had your 10 year reunion and you think that you can put your high school photo Boy, I don't give a single shit that you are the best wide receiver in your fucking town's fucking football team. That does not mean anything now. <laughs> but anyway, so like it's good to do that, okay? And like I said, being a person on the internet, I don't love giving my number to just all anybody. I don't think I'm famous. I don't think I'm hot shit. I literally just did have a run-in with a guy who kind of became a stalker and it was scary for a little bit. That's the only reason. Like I'm not, I don't think I'm hot shit. Trust me. Like I'm not like, yeah, my, my, my phone number is just like something I just can't, no, I just like, no, I don't give a shit. Honestly, the only reason is because I've had the same phone number since I was like 11. I'm very emotionally attached to it and I don't want to ever have to change it. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally my reason but so this guy adds me on snap okay adds me on snap we have been talking for 13 minutes at this point so adds me on snap and he's like hey so i hello and he's like what are you up to and at that point i was just downstairs so i'm like hanging out with my dogs how about you and he's like oh just working selfie question mark with hard eyes and immediately i want to throw up in my mouth i should say too this man is 24 and i am 27 and i don't think that there should be that much difference between that but like i just i really do feel like an old soul sometimes because i just am exhausted all the time with these fuckers I'm constantly just absolutely exhausted by men <laughs> on dating apps because it's just fucking bananas, dude. And so I, um, when he said selfie, I was like, I'm literally still in PJs. Cause like, I don't care to send selfies without makeup on. I do not like literally one of my pictures in my profile is without makeup. So like, it's not that I'm not like, I don't think I'm attractive. It's like, I think it's so, I don't know. Like, is this like, I honestly, I would love to hear other people's input. If you're like currently on dating apps or like you talk to like whoever you're like romantically into on Snapchat. Like I remember when I was like in my like late teens, early twenties, I loved looking cute and snapping men, but now I feel so fucking weird preparing a selfie to send to a man. <laughs> I don't know. I get so embarrassed. I'm home alone and I'm still just like, fuck, what if, what if my dogs look at me funny? I just, uh, I don't know, man. Like if it's like, if I'm feeling myself and I want to send a selfie, it's different. But like when they're like, let me see a selfie. I'm just like, huh, huh, I, I, I can't, I can't perform under pressure. Like, I don't know. That might just be a me thing, but like, I don't know. There's just something weird about it. So, um, he was like, oh, I'm sure you still look cute. And I was just like, what the fuck ever. And I can't remember, is our conversation, does it, did it disappear or do we change it to where, oh, okay, good. I'm straight up going to, I'm not going to read everything. Um, I said, I'm just being very lazy today. And he said, let me see you, baby. Sir, at this point, maybe 24 minutes have gone by that we've been talking and you're already going to use a pet name. When I tell you the cringe that I crunged. I don't care if that's not a word. When I read that, I literally full body convulsed. And I'm not saying it's because this man is gross at all. It's because why in the fuck are you calling me baby after knowing me for 24 minutes? So I said, baby question mark, LOL. And he says, sorry, I'll leave you alone, which is just the most fucking just annoying. Like, <laughs> and I was like, you're fine. I'm just weird with pet names. He's like, I didn't realize it was weird. I'm probably too much for you anyways. And I'm like, it's a little weird for me. I said, it's a, just a little weird for me right out the gate, you know? 
And I said, I get that. Honestly, oh no, I'm sorry. I said, it's just a little weird for me right out the gate, you know? So this man hits me with, at this point, like I said, 26 minutes we've been in communication. 26 minutes we have known each other's existence on the fucking planet. I get that. Honestly, my sex drive is pretty high when dating, so not sure if you'll be interested. <laughs> I was like, not loving being called baby right out the gate does not correlate to a sex drive. <laughs> and I said, I mean, and he said, well, I just figured it was a turn up. And I said, I mean, I wasn't going to completely write you off for it. And he's like, okay, my bad. <laughs> what the fuck are men? What are they? What are they doing? Like, I just, I know I talked about it the last time we talked about dating apps be when I read the messages, because it's just, it's, and I think actually somebody DM me, oh, I am, I should do that. I should go to the uh, Instagram's DMs to read because a few of them might've been beneficial. Um, but I know somebody had DM'd and was like, listen, fucking listen. Um, they were just like, the way you talk about how men just go zero to a hundred is so accurate. Cause I'm like, dude, it's so crazy. Like, and it's not all of them. Again, I really don't want you guys to think that I'm just like straight up. Like I fucking hate all men. <laughs> like I'm obviously attracted to them and avidly trying to date one. So like, I don't hate them. It's just a lot of them are kind of bonkers. And I think we can all agree on that. But, um, it's just like, I don't know what it is about the fact that you can see six photos of me that makes you now think we are on a different level than if we just met each other in person. It is so wild to me. So fucking wild. Because it's like, we've just lost all sense of like treating somebody like a person. And like, listen, if you're fucking horny, don't talk to women. <laughs> I don't know, because some men just like to be like, well, no, I'm, I'm bricked up, and now you're the problem. Like, I don't understand. Um, okay, yeah, so that's, sorry, I just read that DM, and it was the same um, thing as far as the audio, but hopefully I got that fixed. Hopefully. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Travis helped me, so hopefully that actually did do the damn trick, you know? But it's just so fucking bonkers to me. Like, I just, I really want to know what it is about the fact that like, oh, that's so funny. Literally one of the DMs was, can we hear more about you? Ah, well, I did that today. Thank you so much for the thing, for the thing, for the thing, for the thing, for the suggestion. I don't know words, but oh, oh my God. That's literally my biggest complaint when it comes to dating apps is just the fact that we've like, we've just lost all sense in our brains. And like, the thing that is annoying is like, I am so sex positive. I will never, ever judge you if all you want from Tinder, Bumble, whatever, is just a hookup. That's totally fine. You are allowed. That is valid. I don't care. As long as you're having safe, consensual sex, you do you. Like, I don't give a shit. But be upfront. That's why Tinder literally has like, like where you can, and so does Bumble, where you can put what you're looking for. And I do fucking look at those because I'm like, I don't necessarily want to hook up only. Um, but I'm like, I, I always tell people, somebody said this to me. I did not make this up. I wish I remembered who, but I think it was just actually a random guy on a dating app years ago. But he said, I'm casually looking for something serious. And I think that's such a good way to put it because it's like, I'm not putting pressure to like find a husband on Tinder, but like, I do want a more meaningful connection. 
But like, again, like I'm not putting that insane pressure on it because like some, excuse me, some people I've talked to, you can tell that they have a lot of like pressure and it's just, you can feel it. Cause they're just like making sure you're like immediately so fucking compatible. And I'm just like, we can, we can do t- like, we can do a little bit of small talk. Like, Oh, okay. Like this is a, you're asking me, like, they're just like, you know, like is related. And like, sometimes that is like valid. Cause like, obviously I don't want to waste somebody's time. If they're like, I have to go to church every Sunday. Cause I'm going to be like, not me, <laughs> not me, bub. But that's the biggest thing is just dating apps have made people feral. And like I said, again, I know I do a lot of disclaimers, but it's because I really don't want people to think that I'm just like, I hate men. I just think that we do have to highlight the bad behavior in order to try to maybe fix it, you know? And again, women might be shit too. Okay. I am sure that not every woman on a dating app is a fucking peach. Okay. I am sure that there are bad eggs. I'm just not swiping on them. So we're only hearing my perspective. I'm only swiping on men. And let me tell you, we got a lot of problems. <laughs> We've got a lot of things we need to work out. Okay. We're working on it. All right. We're going to, we have to call it out in order to bring attention to it so that maybe we can fix it. Okay. Cause like I said, the whole thing with men wanting to provide and kind of being intimidated by a strong independent woman, that's a societal issue. hundred percent. Okay. I'm not going to sit here and say that's only the man that is a hundred percent society from a young age. Boys are taught like you need to provide, you need to do this. You can't cry. Like that's all that's society bullshit. So like, again, we need to fix that. But I just, <laughs> I can't man. Oh God. But anyway, last episode, I talked about a king of the internet, which was Mr. Henry, Henry, Henry. God, I love that man. He still keeps popping up. One video came up of him and just did like one of those like obnoxiously stupid, like styrofoam cowboy hats. I love that man so much. I just, I don't know. He's just fantastic. He's just fantastic. Get him on the podcast. (laughs) But I found another, I actually think I might've found this one first, but I just didn't think about this. I, the, the, I, I think I watched a Henry video right before I filmed the last podcast episode. So it made me think of it. And so now I don't know if I'll have a king every week. I genuinely don't know, but two for two here. We got, we got one after the other. So this guy's username is 06 Nissan. <laughs> well, that's his like, there's like the name and then there's the handle. I don't know the difference. I'm fucking old. Um, but his name is Gabe. I'm not going to try to pronounce that last name if that is, because it's like Pi Trafasa. I murdered that. I am so sorry, Gabe. So sorry to you. So I think if I'm correct, that his first like video that kind of blew up was he looks a lot like Julian Salamito. Um, He looks very similar. They have very similar vibes. Um, And they do they do look similar for sure. Um, They both kind of have like the tattoos and the same he, he, he just does like I'm looking at like his like videos right now he does look a good bit like Julian Solomito so like Gabe if you need your Jenna I'm here <laughs> no but um he's just fucking funny he's another like it's like kind of similar to Henry where it's just he seems just so naturally funny and just goofy like that kind of humor that I really fucking love and he just like is just very authentically himself. And I really love when people are like that. And I like when they're just able to just do whatever the fuck they want, essentially. Like they're just like, this is my content. And if you don't like it, that's fine. But this is what I'm going to post because I feel like him and Henry do that same kind of thing. So I very much respect it. So that is my king of this week, my internet king of the week. literally did not think that that was going to be a segment on my show but here the fuck we are y'all so like it's a thing it's a thing i made it a thing you know why i made it a thing because it's my fucking show and i can do whatever the fuck i want (laughs) 
oh my god, we went over an hour. Look at me go. So hopefully the audio is better this time. I definitely think that um, uh, he knows what, like Travis knows what he's talking about. I just hope that that was the issue. I feel like it probably was. Um, so hopefully the audio is better this time. You guys let me know though, because if it's still weird or wonky, I will do my best to fix it because I don't want you guys to have an annoying fucking audio experience. That's not fun. But thank you so much for listening. I hope that you stick around. If you want to check out the podcast, it's Feral Cow Bitch Pod. All my other socials will be linked down below. I'm just Lacey M. Evans everywhere. Oh, I forgot to say that in my bio. I'm Lacey M. Evans. I'm not Lacey M. Evans. I know I said my name in the beginning, but the amount of people who have like commented or like talked about me like on like their video and they'll be like, yeah, Lacey Mevins. And I just giggle and I'm not mad. It does not offend me. I understand that that's how it can read. Absolutely no hate. It's just funny. <laughs> like, it's just funny. I, I absolutely take no offense. But yeah, I'm Lacey Evans. The M is for Mad Dog. Just kidding. I did convince my cousin that my middle name was Mad Dog for like a couple years. <laughs> I did do that. Um, but it's Marie because my mom is a basic bitch. <laughs> anyway, if you want to check out my other socials, I'm Lacey M. Evans, but Lacey with an IE because Teresa was not basic with that. Um, everywhere else. If you want to check out my small business, hefferpleaseco.com. That's the only fucking sponsor of this podcast so far, baby. Hefferpleaseco.com. But yeah, anyway, um, I hope you have a fantastic, just absolute marvelous rest of your day, week, month, year, you know? just fucking slay out there. Okay. Just absolutely. I don't know what I'm saying. Absolutely slay the day away. Okay. Love you. Bye.